Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Rogue Deal. Rogue Deal has released Escape from Justice. This band is the real deal, and here is my interview with Rogue Deal. Hello, my friend. Hello, can you hear me? I can. Okay, so I moved on the PC, which is way better for me. Okay. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Well, uh, it's for me to thank you. This is such a, a great opportunity for us. Uh, we're going to have a blast. Thank you, Bob. I wanted to ask about the creative process for Escape from Justice. How long did it take to put the material together? Okay, so um, uh, actually we started writing songs with, with the aim of having a, a live set list uh, made up only with our original songs. Uh, we finally had about seven or eight songs, but we wrote more and then we chose which of these would end up uh, on the album. So there are something like three or four songs that didn't make it to the album because we didn't think uh, they were they they should have fit uh, this album and mm -hmm. from there we redefined the ones we already have in our uh, in our pocket i should say and some of them actually were also heavily revised uh, for example when fear stays to tail and uh, far away uh, they've been they be ch they changed a lot uh, <laughs> since the original version and it took us i think uh, a couple of years to write this album. And speaking of When Fear Has Tales to Tell, it's one of my favorite tracks on the album. I wanted to ask if you could speak on that song. Absolutely. Thank you. It, it, it is perhaps our favorite too. It's a, a complicated song, but we, we like it very much. And um, this song uh, actually speaks of how it can be dangerous, disastrous to, to live in fear in the long run. Um, it speaks about how um, uh, having the courage to, to stand up and, and be a man when, when you're afraid and, or when something bad happens to you in life really helps you to, to face every adversity in life. And obviously, it's all uh, put in a metaphor of this kind of warrior that faces every adversity. This is basically uh, how we approach to all the lyrics in the album. Uh, they are a metaphor of life experience we, we all had. That's how we wrote this song. And another one of my favorites is Night Ranger. I wanted to ask you if you could speak on that track as well. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Night Ranger is actually one of the very first songs we, we wrote. And uh, we wrote it uh, before the 2019 demo. And it's a song that uh, we basically recycled an old riff. And we wrote it, I think, in just you know a couple of weeks. It just came out very naturally, and it's a song that talks about the an escape from justice, uh, of justice, which is <laughs> the title of the album mm. as well. And but it's uh, this justice is meant as a fake justice, a bygone justice uh, of a system in which this night rager doesn't want to have anything to to spare with. 
So it's um, a metaphor of our society, of all uh, these uh, hypocrite things we are subject to every day. And speaking of the album and the artwork, um, I wanted to ask you if you could speak on the artist and uh, how the concept for the album artwork came about because I enjoyed uh, the album cover immensely while I was listening to the album. Okay, well, uh, for the cover, we asked uh, several illustrators, uh, illustrators for, for information. And actually, all, all of them were also very kind and helpful, as well as valid. And in the end, we chose uh, Dimitar Nikolov, uh, and I'd like to, th to take this opportunity to, th to thank him once again. Um, and we knew him for uh, album covers of bands like, such as Ruler and Steelwing, and for his artwork for posters like uh, Keep It True Festival. And the incredible thing is that we gave him indication on the mood of the album, as well as musical and film influences, and we gave him a few other indications. And following this, uh, the first draft he sent us is what the, the one you see right now in the final result. So we can say one shot, one kill. And the first draft was actually the, the right one. And that's just how the album cover went out. We gave him some examples. For example, I can think about uh, Phil Itzy's Nightlife cover and and as for the style we uh, we sent him many covers of some bands of the so-called new wave of traditional heavy metal like enforcer and bands like this and that's yeah. how the the album cover has been made i wanted to ask you as well if you could take me back in time and give me a band's history lesson Oh, sure. Um, the group, uh, I can say that the group, uh, as we almost know, uh, as we almost mo know it now, uh, the group was born in early 2017. So we are like six or seven years old. Uh, at the time, uh, me, I'm one of the two guitarists, and Michele, lead singer, uh, and Francesco were already in formation. Um, we already knew each other, we are, we are friends. And after some lineup changes, uh, Nicola, the drummer, and Leslie Gianluca, uh, which is the other guitarist, uh, they joined the band. And Gianluca joined us after two years, uh, two exhausting years of search for a guitarist, actually. And in the meantime, while we were searching for another guitarist, we, in those couple of years, we still recorded our demo in 2019. I played all the guitars and we had many, many gigs and we played them thanks to uh, Nicole and Filippo, which are two friends of ours and they are fantastic live members as well. And I still salute them and thank them for the help they gave us. And with today, like, uh, today's lineup, we are heading into our third year together and there's no sign of stopping because we we are really in touch with this music genre and we get along together all a lot and this is basically how the group started and how we are doing right now and you can feel that cohesiveness 
in the band. You guys sound really tight together. Oh, thank you. We appreciate it. I wanted to also ask you about your musical journey. At what age did you begin? Okay, so the musical journey uh, of each of us is actually a bit long, so it would really take long to talk in the, to talk about it in depth. But what we can say, uh, what I can say, is that um, we felt in love for music since an early an early age, actually, and. All of us are a um, huge fan of Iron bands like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, uh, Tokyo Blade, Andrew Wiss, Diamond Head, and so on. So really classic heavy metal bands. And then clearly everyone has their preferences. For example, uh, Michele, our lead singer, is crazy. is a uh, huge fan of power metal, for example. Uh, uh, for, I love the classic and hard rock genre of the 70s combined with the proto-heavy metal of, of bands like UFO, Thin Lizzy, and so on. Mm. And we also uh, listen to even totally different genres. I listen to electronic music as well. Uh, but music conquers, conquered us at a very young age. And... As for the rest, I think we started to play an instrument uh, between 10 and 17 years old. Some couple of guys in our band started early, while other guys started later. But that's how we felt in love with music, just through our parents, you know, uh, cassettes, music, and, and stuff like that. And I wanted to also ask you along your musical journey, what has been the best advice that has been given to the band? Oh, well, the best advice uh, is um, actually here in Verona, which is the, the place we, we live in, uh, we haven't had the opportunity to receive advices from others, other musicians or older musicians. But generally speaking, uh, for example, advices from friends who are into music and they play as well, uh, the best advice we received, as trivial as it may seem, is just to do what you feel like you, you like to do. Uh, for example, with our, with, our music, with our band, we haven't set out uh, our musical proposal. Uh, it's just what we like to do, and that's what we want to do. And that comes with some difficulties for us, for example, to find uh, an hardcore base uh, of fans in our area or venues uh, in which we can play on a regular basis. So we don't play that often, but we just keep on doing this because that's uh, how we are musically. That's our gender. And that was a great advice because uh, you talked before about cohesiveness. And those are very important things on the long run, because if you play something you don't like, in the end, you, you just get tired of it. But playing what we want to do, uh, we are still here and we really enjoy what we are doing. That's, I, th I think, as for obvious that it is, this is the best advice that has been given to us. And along your musical journey, what would you say has been your proudest moment so far? Oh yeah, I can definitely answer to this. It was uh, the summer of 2019, was the summer when our demo was released and 
we never thought we would receive such an appreciation the appreciation we received outside uh, of Italy for our work because you know uh, in, the, in the nearby area where we live here in Verona yeah we, we receive warm uh, well we receive moderate appreci appreciation you know the when you have uh, your friends that say well yeah it's good but they actually never listen to it um, <laughs> Yeah, but I, I can understand, obviously. But uh, from abroad, we receive uh, a warm reception. Um, we receive requests for radio broadcasts. We receive invitation for some interviews. Uh, we also send physical copies uh, here and there around the world. We decided that for those who, you know, purchased the demo, it was for free, but some guys decided to purchase the album for like two or, or three euros, two or three dollars. We decide to send them a free physical copy of the demo among with tanks. And there was a guy uh, who owns a shop in Osaka in Japan that asked us for 20 copies, 20, 30 copies to sell in his store. And he sold them within a couple of weeks and all just for a demo and we absolutely didn't def we absolutely didn't expect all this and feeling so appreciated was a such a great source uh, a source of great pride for us uh, i think it's absolutely our proudest moment and i also wanted to ask you when you're not working on music do you have any hobbies that you enjoy in your spare time Sure. Uh, we have some inter actually we have many interests scattered here and there. Uh, for example, uh, speaking of me, I am passionate. I, I like uh, movies. Uh, most of everything I like, you know, those 70s, 80s, uh, 70s and 80s uh, post-apocalyptic sci-fi movie, action movies. And I also am a wrestling fan. Um, our singer Michele is a huge fan of cooking. He's an excellent chef. Uh, once a year, we go uh, to his home and we 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 have you know some barbecue, meat, sausages, stuff like that. He's bloody good. And Francesco, our bass player, uh, is interested in uh, movies, TV series, basketball, uh, sports in general. Um, our drummer does a lot of activities outside from work. For example, he, he such as cherry picking and grape harvesting because he lives uh, in a place where there are a lot of uh, fields. And Gianluca is a real sommelier. He's a fine uh, connoisseur of wines and spirits, actually. Um, these are pretty much our interests uh, apart from music, obviously. I wanted to ask you, what is the best way to get merchandise from the band and a physical copy of the album? Okay, uh, basically just one place, which is uh, via our Bandcamp page. Uh, the, you can also get our merchandise by coming to see us live, but I think that uh, for, for those who are not in Italy, it's quite <laughs> problematic. So I would definitely say uh, via Bandcamp. You can have our merchandise. Uh, via Bandcamp. And also a few days ago, uh, um, the cassettes also arrived. Uh, those are really for true heavy metal fans. So if you want to take advantage of them, we just received them just a few days ago. 
That's great. And I want to also ask you, speaking on your merchandise, are the uh, shirts that are available on your website the same shirts that you tour with? Yeah, uh, on uh, on on Bandcamp you can find the same merchandise we we sell while, when we play live. So you have uh, you have a baseball cap, you have a t-shirt. Uh, we also have pins that are not, but we have to add them. Uh, we send them for free for those who buy the physical copy. Uh, and we also tour, obviously, with CD and cassettes. And uh, at the moment, this is all we have for our merchandise. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Well, first of all, I would like to, to, say, to say hi to all uh, the fans who listen to us, who, lis who listen to our music and that continue to support us they to all the, the people that uh, really enjoy our music that's that's all we live for <laughs> musically and also we would like to say that if you want to send us for example uh, photos or videos of you while wearing merch or listening to our music we will be very happy to publish those photos or videos in uh, through our social networks and you can find us also on Instagram for those of you who haven't already listened to us you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Bandcamp, YouTube and other major music stream sites like Spotify, Apple Music and so on and above all I would like to thank you again Bob for this interview because this is a, pride, a source of pride for us a great opportunity and I have to say it, I had a lot of fun, actually. So thanks to all of you, thanks to all of you guys. Well, I wanted to thank you, my friend, for delivering a great album from top to bottom. You have oh. definitely uh, made a fan in me. Oh, great. Uh, we are flattered. Thank you, Bob, so much for your appreciation. Thank you, my friend. And you have a great rest of your day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, cheers. Cheers, man. Have a nice day. Thanks to all of you guys. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.